You're listening to Brooklyn Free Speech Radio. Welcome to your Brooklyn Free Speech Radio update. I'm Liam Billingham, manager of special projects for Brick Media Education. And I'm Joseph Rangeli, manager of community producer services. How's it going, Joe? Pretty good. So uh, as 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 we've talked about, or maybe folks don't know, but the Brick Documentary Intensive for 2019 started last week. This is a four-month program where we invite 12 Brooklynites into Brick to make short documentaries on various subjects usually related to brick and over the next few months we're going to be uh speaking with some of the folks in the program and to start off we figured we'd start with charles Haler, who is a brick employee hi charles hello how's it going man Uh, it's it's going good (laughs) so uh you work here at brick yeah what do you do here at brick uh i'm the senior marketing manager for brick tv what does that mean uh, <laughs> what does that mean? I Charles? thought these were going to be softball questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is marketing? <laughs> Gaming the market. Whoa! Uh, yeah. Greed is good. Yeah, <laughs> greed is good. Um, yeah, no, I I'm in charge of like uh, all the social media and the advertising for uh, Brick TV, just to get people to watch the programs. So, um, and have you? What's your background with film? Um, well, uh, I've kind of like always worked in like a supporting role in different film organizations. Um, my like first real like office job was at the Tribeca Film Institute. I ran the Tribeca Teaches program. What's the Tribeca Teaches program? Uh, it was a program that where, uh, Tribeca went, it's actually kind of like a documentary intensive, but for like middle schoolers. Oh, cool. Um, where we were in, uh, four different, uh, schools and after school programs, uh, in South Brooklyn and the South Bronx. Um, and we taught the kids from pre to post how to make a documentary, and they made one that premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival. Wow. Did you teach that program? No, no. Um, I hired the teaching artists. Um, oh, okay. cool. Yeah, I helped with the curriculum, which, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know how to make a documentary film. <laughs> but, but you can put cr- some curriculum those together. Those who can't do <laughs> right curriculum. But you, you've also... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, too, too real. Liam, <laughs> response, <laughs> rebuttal. I'm an Emmy nominee. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. I was w- way to work that into I the was, podcast. I was, um, but you you have a like a large background in teaching and stuff. Like you taught stop motion animation, didn't yeah. you? In Turkey? Yes, I did. Um yeah, I taught stop motion animation in Turkey, um at a place called Robert College, the oldest American institution in the Middle East. Um I spent one summer teaching stop motion animation, and then I came back and I actually ran their video education department. So you have a lot of experience in uh, video and yeah, and education but almost always like. like through like supporting teaching artists, right. um, like actually teach other people. So right. you've but you've made some yeah. films before. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd call them films. <laughs> <laughs> Would you call them movies? Yeah, you know, they're called home movies, Liam. Home movies. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. I mean, I have like very limited experience. You know, like I, I've like definitely like used cameras before, right? right. Um, and I've kind of like done some like more DIY stuff. I shot one music video, right? Uh, so, um, documentary intensive, right? It's in the title, it's intense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what uh, what drew you to it? What do you? Um, why did you feel like now was the time to do something like this? So uh, it's actually, I, th- I think that the inspiration for me taking the class actually comes from having taken the premiere class here. Nice, um, which was like awesome. Uh, there you go, out. being a marketing guy again. No, like, it really was take like premiere. <laughs> take and- premiere. Great. <laughs> Have you guys heard about this premiere class? Um, yeah, it's just you know I was able to just like jump right in and like I mean it's like completely changed like you know my abilities in the job right. just to be able to like cut things at like a fairly you know basic level. Right. Um, and it was just like a great like it was such a good like jumping off point to creating other stuff. 
I'm going to do a little marketing. So our video editing with Premiere classes, you did the six-session version? Yeah. It's a six-session version of uh, a training where we teach folks from how to start Premiere all the way to exporting programs. And um, that's one program that we've – I taught that class maybe 40, 50 times and then rewrote the curriculum again and again and again. And it's become like a – I think it's become one of our best classes because it's very – I don't know. I mean, you could probably speak to this because you've taken it, but I feel like it's very all-encompassing. But yeah. it covers a wide range of things in a short amount of time. Totally. And it was super hands-on, too, which was, like, you know. Key in that <laughs> when, totally. when it comes to editing. Yeah. yeah. You can get so much theory, but theory is kind of yeah. not and, very but, practical. And, and, it di- and it did have, like, that theory component to it. Like, mm-hmm. that was discussed, which right. I also really like. Right. Um, but, yeah, the fact that it was like, all right, here's the theory, and now, like, here's some footage, like, play around with this. Right. And your instructor was Sean Mannion. Yeah. Shout out to Sean. Who's yeah, it was great. great. Great uh, yeah, teacher did, and Sean editor. He's work. an amazing editor. Um, yeah, every time every time I see him, I wave to him, and he always gives me this look like, "Who are you? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> hey guy? Yeah." Hey guy. Someone <laughs> the other day was like, "Oh, like I was on the street," and they were like, "Hey," and I was like, uh, "Nope, uh, <laughs> no, nope, not me. No, like, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm this street famous." Yeah, and then I was like, "I'm a New York Emmy <laughs> Um So so that class was inspired you to do the documentary. Yeah, so it was really. I mean, you know, I've always wanted to like make like make uh, like documentary documentary films i think that like um you know especially like living in new york right now where everything is like constantly changing right um right. like i like documenting things is something that is really appealing to me right. i just had no idea how to do it right are you uh i'm not sure because uh where we're at with the class but are you able to give us like a little uh i guess this is a question for liam like what are you uh what what are you thinking about uh doing your documentary on like what what's up so when people apply just to add to it real quick so when people apply they apply with a projects pitch and um yeah one of the things that interested us about charles's pitch and i don't want to is that it was a music documentary and we haven't had a lot of music documentaries but music documentaries are such a big part of the like documentary form that uh i thought that was one of the that and charles being like a a good guy that was part of one of the reasons we accepted him i'm forgetting i've sifted through those (laughs) actually (laughs) but um so what's your uh, so stranger what's (laughs) (laughs) we've never met i guess it's more do you we've never met him because i I don't know if we like to like talk about them before they're done and like people are seeing you want to tell us if you want to give us a little yeah totally very uncomfortable I always look uncomfortable. <laughs> Agreed. So, uh, yeah. So, um, my, well, so I guess just off the bat, like my, my favorite documentary filmmaker is this guy, Les Blank. Mm. Um, he made this documentary called In Heaven There Is No Beer, uh, mm. which is about uh, polka music <laughs> and like polka culture wow. in the, the late 70s. I got to watch that. It's so good. That's like great. That's yeah. very much a Charles Haler joint. It, it's too. just like it, like it's like these like very like kind of just like plain like Appalachian people who are just like talking about like how polka music makes them so happy. Right, right. Yeah, um, and it's awesome. Um, and so yeah, I knew I wanted to like cover like some sort of an artist. Uh, I've always drawn to music, um, and specifically outsider music. Um, and so. Uh, this guy had gotten in touch with uh, Brick TV through Facebook to try to get on our live music show B-Side. Mm. Um, and uh, he's a country singer. Um, he's also like a six foot four Guyanese American guy, oh, uh, wow. born and raised in Brooklyn, who's moved out to Long Island. Um, and he's been putting out like a steady clip of songs and videos on YouTube. Right. And he has this like wild website. He's like a novelist, wow. he's an animator. Um, and it's like all like very much so, like in this guy's universe. And like when he got in touch, I like I went on his website and it just got lost. Right, right, right. And I just I want to know like 
what drove this guy to country music? <laughs> you know, and he does yeah. it all by himself. Right. Like I, you had me at six foot four Guyanese country singer. Right? <laughs> that was like, it. It's like I'm watching that yeah. documentary. <laughs> you know? so. Well, that's also kind of a cool thing about the doc intensive is because of like the way that we train people and we're working with relatively inexpensive equipment. Like there is the ability you don't have to make a documentary about. Uh, Bob Dylan anymore to like make a good documentary you can like find someone in the culture that may not be a name but is interesting and like a cool character to follow right um so what's the what what's part of the process are you in right now uh so right now so I've only been to one session sure um which was great we we talked a little bit about our what our pitches were um and like just going around the room like everybody seemed like they had interesting ideas for documentaries but at least like personally speaking like it still feels kind of amorphous. Sure. Uh, so the homework assignment that we had was to um, take our like the treatment that we wrote in uh-huh. our uh, pitch or our like uh, application right. um, and boil it down to a log line and like a like a three to four parag- or three to four sentence uh, like actual pitch. like a like a little pitch yeah like elevator yeah. pitch yes yeah. are you sort of like with your character specifically trying to find. A- Maybe you're like it sounds like it's a character piece, but is there sort of like a, a conflict or something that you want to explore with this guy, or are you still figuring out what that is? Yeah, I mean, I so I've only been in touch with him through the Brick TV account. I right. see. Um, I I've reached out to him on my like personal account. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll kind of get to that. Um, I would really love because I it, it seems like this he really wants to perform places. Right. Okay. And like I've seen video of him like at like county fairs and stuff like mm. that. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's like it's like him with like a karaoke backing track, but like I want to like. I'm hoping that um, either, uh, you know, we can, like, get him to perform someplace or, like, I can kind of track him as he, like, tries to find a venue right. and then gets there. Is he, like, a full-time – is that his gig? Like, is he a musician? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. inter- that's this is what you're going to find out in the process. Yeah. 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 These, like, people that, like, do a million different things, right. like how they right. – I have a buddy similar to that who, like – I, I mean, he makes money as an animator, but he also seems to like sell records occasionally. Yeah. And like, just the way that some people put their lives together is really fascinating. Yeah. Was he uh, sort of like immediately open to being documented, or was it something that took no. a little? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very early in the process. And I think this is actually right. something. So, uh, Liam, uh, you've kind of hooked me up with Charlie Hoxie, right. um, who is a. Uh, Multiple Emmy winner. Uh, Shout out, Charlie. <laughs> um, and who's done a lot of music talk? Who's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, I guess he's going to be kind of uh, like an advisor. To, yeah, like, I think he'll meet with you and talk a little bit about your treatment. And yeah, you can definitely like ask him questions about that your project. But his his like main concern was like, is this guy going to be open to right, it? Right. And I, I I don't know. You'll um, find out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to find out. And if not, I have to find another outsider country artist <laughs> profile. Yeah, I mean, a big part of like doc thinking. I have a roster, like, by the way. You're in New York. I'm yeah, sure yeah, there's yeah, plenty. Yeah, yeah, I think you, you make a documentary about Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be documented. <laughs> I don't want anyone following me around. Well, that's really cool. It sounds like you're like in the like really in the meat of what it means to make a documentary which yeah. is like one of the most exciting things about documentaries there's like no script right so there's that little bit of like what the yeah there's always heck like am that I gonna what can go make this film wrong about? what can go right but it's exciting it's all yeah, right and one of the exciting things about the program and charles just touched on this is like we're pairing um the doc students with uh people like charlie who's a you know, professional documentarian and has made a bunch of documentaries and, and everyone with people like for a one-on-one session just to get some feedback and we'll see where that 
expands to. But to mm-hmm. have someone to talk to outside of Kieran, the instructor, and me will be helpful in terms of like thinking about how to contextualize. Yeah. I've also yet to talk. have a conversation with Kieran. Oh I'm yeah, a little, I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> Kieran's Kieran's a, Kieran's a, a teddy bear. Yeah, I'll give you uh, one hint. Bring him a city sub. Yeah, he loves <laughs> a city sub. Yeah. yeah, he loves city sub. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Good intro. I'm yeah. Just saying. Uh, you know, what's, you know what's an interesting fact uh, about Kieran is he's related to a very very famous science fiction writer. L. Ron Hubbard? I'll tell you off air. <laughs> yeah, you take care. L. Ron, I, lo- I like where you're going. <laughs> do you wanna, do you Famous science fiction writer? Do you want to take a stress test? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Charles, thanks for coming and talking about your documentary. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me. I totally. Um, so the Brick Documentary Intensive is happening now. We'll be doing these updates periodically, and there will be a screening in June. June 12th, I believe, is the screening, so be there. Um, thanks so much for listening. I'm Liam Billingham, Manager of Special Projects for Brooklyn Free Speech. I'm Joseph Rangeli, Manager of Community Producer Services. Say bye-bye, Joey. Boomer.